What if I told you the healthy foods that you think you eat are actually not healthy for you at all? What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Daily Fitness Education. My name is Kyle, your host, a personal trainer in the online trends each and every single day. Your personal trainer teaching you about health, fitness, and everything that is, you know, you getting awesome outcomes. So, uh, many people want to look absolutely shredded. Uh, you know, that's the desire. However, many people don't often attain it. So it is actually quite rare, you know, to be shredded for a lifetime, to be fit, uh, you know, look like Schwarzenegger until the day you're 70. Uh, you know, and he's, <laughs> I believe he ebbs and flows. He's got some moments where he doesn't look great. But just as the example, many people want to have a thin uh, and trim waistline until they get to the point where learned helplessness kicks in and they start to say, oh, you know, I, I just want to be, I just want to be healthy and I want to be thin. I don't care about seeing the abs because they don't quite get uh, that even the healthiest foods, and there's so many nuances here, but even the healthiest foods are not that healthy for you. And we're going to talk about which ones and why inside today's episode. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kyle Roush, and this is the Daily Fitness Education, the podcast designed to highlight how anyone can become successful in any endeavor at all in life. Learning every day. I'll discuss something that I've learned in the past, something I may have learned that day, or something that I'm about to learn through books, mentors, courses, formal education, colleagues, and practical steps with clients. You can listen along through the lens of a personal trainer and the healthy enthusiasts around me and learn from my trials and tribulations as to how to achieve the intangible habits to pursue your own future in fitness. Alrighty, end game addicts. So my father has some gut issues, right? Um, having some extreme not to get too... Uh, well, we'll just leave it as that. He's got some stomach issues. And, uh, you know, it went to his physician and everything cleared, you know, with his physician. There was no issues with the organs or, or anything kind of going on that way. So, um, I recently made a podcast about food intolerances, talking about, you know, certain foods that are bad for me. Um, and to be honest, almonds was on there. Uh, potatoes were on there. Sweet potatoes were on there. Um... There was ginkgo and uh, cashew nuts and pistachios, right? So at least five really healthy foods that typically I ate a lot of. Not eating a lot of ginkgo. I didn't even know what it was. I just wanted to say it because it's fun to say ginkgo. I can't believe that's a food. Um, apparently it's like some fermented tea or something. I don't know. Anyways, so people probably know <laughs> what ginkgo is and I just did not. So that's not the point of this podcast. But what I did learn uh, quite recently uh, from a natural path, because I'm trying to figure out, you know, what it is that my dad's going through. And, you know, he's granted a tool and die maker, very, you know, salt of the earth kind of guy, tradesman, man's man, you know, can fix everything, build a house from the ground up. In fact, he wanted to be a carpenter. But the guy is not the healthiest, right? That's not what he spent his life doing. Fortunately for me, I've spent the past 10 years trying to work out what it means to be healthy, um, you know, and right, wrong, or indifferent with a balanced lifestyle. Uh, it's important that uh, we get super aligned uh, with what it is that you're trying to accomplish um, in health and fitness. And, and it's, 
it's it's a rough go for most people because there's too much you know spread out information. Fortunately for you, uh, you know you can hop on my back and a rising tide raises all ships, which means like you just listen to what I say, uh, as in I've contemplated what it means to be healthy for years and years and years. So the things that I'm telling you are likely to be an educated guess, right? Not the perfect guess. I'm not going to have every answer. In fact, uh, I encourage you to challenge the things that I bring to you because I don't want you to take my opinions or my thoughts or my logical deductions as facts. They're just the best logical deduction, i.e. what we see is when we take out uh, highly elevated or highly inflammatory foods, um, we see a massive improvement in cognitive function, in decision making, in inflammation, in pain, in digestion, in sleep quality, in energy, in exercise, strength. Like there's just so much that comes from it. So um, to say that, you know, this is the gospel of health, like read the answers to fitness. The base of the book says health, uh, set your health improvement as a goal. So you're consistently trying to apply better situations, better things. You know, uh, for me, I'm always trying to make sure I'm crushing my water goals on the weekends. I'm not as adamant about it because I'm moving and driving and my family lives far away. So I don't want to pee, be peeing the whole time. Plus, I'm not sweating nearly as much. But, you know, that being said, life is an ebb and flow and you can't do it perfectly. So why not just hold yourself to a high standard and be kind to yourself while you do it? Anyways, I always talk about the mindset stuff and good mental processes, uh, but the whole point is that my naturopath, uh, wonderful lady, very intelligent, had said, uh, and she goes to data, so I can I can totally trust that she's talking uh, from samples, from science. She's not just being like, yeah, you know, what I notice emotionally is that I get frustrated when people, you know, eat meat. <laughs> like, no, this isn't some vegan cult. Like, this is like... Uh, you know, and there's benefits to vegans. I'm not trying to put it down. I'm just saying, uh, this is not some emotional feeling. This is data, uh, and the data says that different blood types have different intolerances to foods. And she was saying, based on a book called "Eat Right for Your Blood Type" by Jordan Perdiarmo or something like that. Uh, I downloaded the book and I'm going to listen to it. So I'm just pre-framing. This is something that I've yet to learn. Um, but she said that there's a really strong correlation between the data that she pulls in and the the information that she's uh, you know that, that is presented inside Eat Right for Your Blood Type. So I'm connecting my father to this naturopath. We're gonna get her involved in uh, in mapping out some of his food intolerances. I had a bunch of digestive issues because I was eating almonds every single day, right? And uh, as soon as I took the almonds out, Bob's your uncle, right? Fanny's your aunt. <laughs> Uh, that's a very old saying for, um, you know, it started to work. And um, all I'm suggesting for you here, ultimately, is to just be uh, hyper aware that life and health and science is not what it seems. Now, I don't know, you know, if we go back to evolution, why, you know, certain blood types do better. Um, but there's, there's some pretty good science saying, you know, eat right for your blood type and you see a, a dramatic change in your physiology. Is that to say like, you know, um, all of a sudden we need to be vegans living under rocks? It's like, no, 90-10 this thing. You can still eat your Doritos. You can still have your abs and your cake too. But what I'm saying is 90% of the time, eat right for your blood type, right? Now I've yet to learn how to implement this, but um, I'm gonna be going through those trials and tribulations as you listen along here. So that when you're like, how's Kyle doing it? 
Well, I'm just trying to take good information from impressive people. I've got naturopaths, physiotherapists, athletic therapists. Um, in fact, I'm going to see one right now. Uh, she's a mentor of mine. I'm a, I'm a fascial stretch therapist, and she actually teaches it um, for you know all of Canada, uh, in Ontario, uh, Toronto, and she, uh, you know, athletic therapist, smart people around me sharpening my lens. Now, do I have the the best? the gospel, the answers to fitness. Well, that's what I wrote in the book, but the truth within the book is that it gives you the best known science from the certifications that I've taken and compiles a mindset frame from the beginning to encourage you to keep learning. Why? So that you can challenge what I say, reflect it on others. There's already there's already new scientific finding um, that's just as relevant um, You know, that's not included in that book. New EMG studies, new... Uh, understandings of hypertrophy timing and hypertrophy rest time and weight and load and, and all those things that the answer to fitness gets involved in so you can understand the science, but then that's also the most recent science at the time. So what I'm likely to be doing is, uh, I'm gonna be writing a second version, of course, but that first version, version, <laughs> that first version has all of the money inside of it for you to learn from. And all I'm saying right now, um, and the whole point of this whole podcast really, was, uh, for you to question information as it comes in and to apply it. Uh, the next the next health revolution in your life could just be one experiment away. This does not mean that I'm gonna be like super keto all the time and I'm now gonna be paleo and you know, you could try all of those things and see which one fits your lifestyle better. Let's say you live out in the woods, you're not much of a socialite, you like listening to podcasts and books and stuff like that and you somehow stumbled upon this one. Well. If you've been eating paleo and vegan for years and years and you love it and it's just how you eat and it's an ethical thing and you know it's a you got a bunch of energy thing maybe maybe eating the potatoes uh, instead of eating rice is actually not serving you very well so you notice that that midday crash that you have around three or let's say you're really tired in the morning when you're working affects your day and you're like man I don't want to feel all sluggish and feel like I, I hate work and feel like I don't want to be there like I typically like my job I don't know why I hate it I'm like well your attitude is a large reflection of the things you've eaten your brain and your mind and your psychology is very closely wired to the gut inflammation in your body through something called the vagus nerve. Now, I've talked about this a million times, so I'm not going to beat a dead horse here for those of you who are active listeners, but the the point holds true that if you eat more conducively uh, and try experiments to improve your diet over time, you should be able to get in better shape. Now, from a book called Headstrong, written by a guy named Dave Asprey, who, uh, who formulated the Bulletproof Coffee. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of other healthy coffee that you can drink out there, but I noticed a night and day difference when I applied his coffee technique to my morning. I had a, an abundance of energy, um, and you know, I didn't. I noticed that I wasn't crashing from eating too many carbs, so I changed my nutrition timing. And I've, I've hung on to that nutrition timing because of my cognitive processing throughout the day. I'm not talking just about physical fitness here, people. I'm talking about emotional fitness, mental fitness, uh, cognitive function, right? Um, we're talking about the things that you're going to be able to carry with you as you take on life, right? Your future in fitness. Now, uh, how this directly correlates to your waistline is that within Headstrong, he highly uh, has taken a lot of you know random samples from doctors to suggest that the more inflammation you carry in your body, the more inflamed you're going to look, i.e. have more water retention, not look as lean, um, have more extra cellular water, um, which is you know you not seeing your muscles pop out. Uh, so ultimately, if you're eating a diet that's lower in inflammation, not only is it gonna be way better for you long-term, because your body's not going to be you know, completely, 
you know, chronically inflamed, but it's also going to be highly effective for you uh, when it comes to seeing your waistline. So those of you who just want to be thin and you're like, you know what, man, I'm, I'm kind of giving up on the whole like seeing my abs thing, don't give up. Try the eating right for your blood type, 90-10, right? For me, it's actually not very difficult. I love rice, right? I didn't have to cut out carbs completely, but I don't eat potatoes in my 90. When I'm out socially with friends and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm out, you know, having a few beers with people, I drink inflammation stuff. Like, I drink beer. I just don't drink it often, right? Often enough where it's going to affect how I feel, how I look, my energy, right? Um, I definitely know that if I'm going to eat some, let's say, carrot cake, like Athlean X, this is his favorite food, um, so he eats once a year. Now, that's a little extreme. Guy eats carrot cake once a year. I'm sure he has other food that he really, truly enjoys, but... Um, you know, that's, that's his dessert of choice. For yourself, like 90-10 it, and stop beating yourself up every time you do something that's fun. Truthfully, like, uh, unhealthy food is fun. It tastes amazing. You go like through mind spins as you ingest it. Wonder bars, oh my goodness. They're wonder bar. <laughs> I know, I'm a nerd. <laughs> but, uh, instead of going on this huge like, oh man, like that sounds super restrictive. Well, you, nothing's restrictive when you 90-10 it and you're not restricting macronutrients. What I'm saying is if you're allergic to potatoes, if you're allergic to everything, like if you do your blood, um, do your blood sample, you go to a naturopath, get your blood sample, and then they tell you all of your intolerances and uh, all of a sudden you have like a billion and you can't eat any kind of like starchy carbohydrates anymore. Like that's that sucks. <laughs> you know, I, I feel for you. Uh, however... You know, just know that you're going to live way longer. You're going to feel way better. You're going to have a ton more energy. And you don't have to just live for food. You can be a foodie and love food. Like, I love food without just eating food or without eating unhealthy food all the time. And I'm not saying all the time. I, I feel like the emphasis on 90-10, on all foods being good foods, some are purpose-based and some are fun, 90% purpose, 10% fun, is like the hardest lesson for people to drill into their brains right? Like I'm not saying, you know, when I was a vegan, I still ate meat. I didn't identify as a vegan. I looked at someone who ate uh, 90%, 95% vegan most of the time, you know, but when I went out with friends, I would eat wings. Like I have applied this 90-10 to so many different kinds of diets. I've been on, I've been in keto before, but I'm not in keto all the time. That's why I don't like the diets because you have to come out every time you eat carbs and I can't apply the 90-10 to it. So Allowing for that humanity, allowing for you to be imperfect, I think is where most plans uh, fail. And the reason why I don't want to go keto is because you have to go in and out, and in and out, and in and out, and go through all the emotions of carb loading and all of the stressful frustrations of going into ketosis. Now, you'll get better at it. You'll go into ketosis better over time uh, and much faster. That being said, it's still, it's still restrictive, especially if you have like a two-week vacation coming up. You're going to gain like 10 pounds and then have like this self-worth that's atrocious. Like I can feel it in myself when I have two days of, of like rough nutrition. Now I bounce out of it within two days because my metabolism is primed as such. And you should be able to do the same if you're conditioning in the recommended ways within the end game training system. Every single time, or the end, the entrance to fitness, every single time, I learn something new, I apply it to my life. I almost wanna like honk the horn really loud and freak out. Apply shit to your life. It is the easiest way to say, hey man, I did my best. 
right? Now, you know, fortunately, I believe that all people are doing their best with the information they got. So no need for self-shame. If you were given a, a broken lens from a family that was highly discouraging, I got you, man. That's tough, right? But it's, it's time for you to clean up and fix that lens and sculpt out a better mindset. Um, and just appreciate being alive a little bit more because, hey, man, we got lots of opportunities to uh, to make our lives better. And, and I'm hopefully giving you one today. And, and it's ultimately, I'm going to end here, is just, just the title. Just check out How to Eat Right for Your Blood Type. Highly recommended by a doctor of naturopathy who's gone, you know, to school for 10 years. So the next time you're like, oh, man, like, you know, doctors provide intelligent information on medicine. Naturopaths provide intelligent information on, on you know, what naturally affects the body. So when I give you information from an impressive one, because I met with a few of them to try and figure out which one worked and, and make logical deductions, um, I'm saying that not all naturopaths are cut the same. So if you had an experience with one and they were having a bad week and they decided to underserve you and give you shit information because they weren't following the information themselves, trust me, I met a lot of personal trainers who don't follow their own advice, okay? Naturopaths can be cut the same. And what I'm saying is just because you have a certificate does not mean that you have the capacity to give people results. The only people that can claim to give people results who have given are the people who give people results. And what I'm saying is that there's a direct correlation between this naturopath that I work with and the results that I feel and the results that I see in my clients as we apply to their life. So, folks, I think you're absolutely awesome. Keep hustling to improve your life. It's worth it. Think about your future in fitness. 90 tenant. Do not be a robot inside a box. You deserve more than a negative denigration of looking um, at life in a broken lens of being perfect. Um, schedules are awesome, but the only truly consistent people are dead. So I, I love you guys very much. I hope you have an unbelievable day, and I will see you in 24 hours. Remember, many people overestimate what they can do in six months and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Keep grinding, people. It's worth it. Ciao for now.